Hello, you're listening to the Sunday Show Tunes podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Maureen. Coming up on today's show, we're chatting with West End star Craig Gallivan about playing everyone's favorite snowman, Olaf in Frozen. And we'll be catching up with friend of the show and Broadway star Karen Mason, who'll be telling us about her new album. Karen Mason, the acclaimed Broadway star and concert performer, has just released her new album, Let the Music Play, and we are delighted that Karen is with us now. Hey, honey, how are you? Oh, so great. I'm actually flying. I'm in the airport in Chicago at O'Hare and flying back after four great days at a club here called Davenport's um, with a CD release of Let the Music Play. So the shows went great. I got to see my family and now I'm on a going to be on a plane and I get to talk with you too. Well, Yay! it's, it's, it's made our afternoon too. And we've never chatted to anyone in an airport before. So um... yeah, we can tick that box now. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's, it's, that's on that list. <laughs> Happy to be your first. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Let the Music Play. Well, it, it's, it was funny because we had a lot of time, obviously, during those 18 months <laughs> of lockdown, <laughs> you know, and, and in New York and Paul and I, you know, instead of like killing each other, we thought, tried to do something constructive. And we had some tracks from a while back that we wanted to use and put into a CD. And so we were just looking at that and I'd go through the list and go, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yes, yes, yes. And then we added some new things once we were able to get back into the studio. But it all came together for me when um, Paul and David Friedman, who we've been doing these weekly Zoom calls with since the pandemic started. We were never close friends. We knew each other, but we were friends. But we have become such great friends. It just kind of, we just fell into it. Every week for a couple of hours, we'd blab on Zoom. And David um, Friedman, who's a brilliant songwriter, and Paul said, you know, do you want to write a song sometime? And Paul had this idea going through his head about let the music play when things finally start opening up. And he sent David, you know, probably a chorus. And within two days, David sent back the song. Then they collaborated back and forth. And when I heard the song, I thought that's that's the theme that we need that brings mm-hmm. all of that other music mm-hmm. together. And um, because it it feels to me, it was it was really you know so amazing how these things happen. Suddenly, all the songs didn't feel Sep- like separate. Uh-huh. They yeah. felt like different feelings I was having during the the uh during the lockdown and the pandemic and Interesting. and it all just i thought that's it that's it so we went into the studio and recorded that and with david at the piano mm-hmm. and uh you know it just it it i'm so proud of it and it feels you know i, I don't know how you all felt after coming out of listen we're still in it mm-hmm. but we're kind of edging toward normalcy some, Yeah, right. Some new normalcy. Yes. And I felt very empowered after, after this being in lockdown, being, I felt freer. I looked at things that I wanted to do. I felt more focused on getting my dreams taken care of and all the other stuff, just trying to 
push it aside as well as I can. And growing my hair out, I know it sounds really goofy, but it really felt empowering. We love your new hair. I do. We love love, your new hair. See, I did the opposite. I chopped all mine off and you and my husband are both growing it long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, well, I, listen, I keep going through, I love short hair and yours looks adorable. Oh, thanks. I haven't had it short in a bazillion years. Oh, it's fun. It's so much fun. And it's so easy. You know, Karen, you just literally answered what I was hoping to, you know, ask you about, you know, how do you go about choosing your songs? One of the questions I want to follow with that is because you've kind of already answered it is, have you gotten response from other people about whether, you know, that they feel the same way when they hear, because I, I do have an emotional sense when I'm listening to let the music play of feelings of lockdown And, and the roller coaster ride, it kind of takes you on do you, yeah. have you heard that from others as well i have as a matter of fact the uh gentleman who's a good friend who did the graphic design of the cd his name is mark dubner and i've known mark for a long time he was actually my my little sister's roommate or good friend in college and mark had the same reaction i didn't say anything to him and he said i just look at the titles and it looks like things that i felt you know in lockdown and that to me is the payoff you know it's the the album feels um it's funny it feels very some of the songs feel like they don't belong with each other or you know in when because i know them some of them so well but then when you put them all together it's it kind of clicks and wow that's i was feeling like you know bored mr monotony i was Mm -hmm. feeling like i wish the world could get better with jerusalem Mm -hmm. um you know and in my life i'll think of i'll remember you you'll be the one i that i love that that's my that's that's one of my all-time favorite songs Mm. so you were joined by some friends on the album as well yes listen it's good being old sometimes you know (laughs) bonus go and drop those names for us karen drop yeah drop those names we're ready we've got a broom ready (laughs) well certainly david friedman and stephen schwartz are even schwartz come on it's we i've known each other it's it's funny because it's another one you know in new york you you bump into people and because we've been around he might not admit to it as long as i've been around but he's been around too and you know we we see each other at events or we see each other at at club x and you know each other and you respect each other but you really never get a chance to do something together Mm -hmm. and um paul asked him if we could do for good i had done it i'd been hired for a zoom birthday party and the person as wanted during as you do <laughs> you know any way you can make a, a few exactly you know, shekels and so i had to learn for good and i had never sung it because i thought oh you know that's 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 not going to be good for me it might be it's a younger you know song and of course you know in my i try to be open and then it just opens up to me well you're singing it from an older person's viewpoint and yes Mm -hmm. this is exactly what i'm feeling Mm -hmm. about 
friends that I've known that we've gone opposite ways maybe. And um, now it's time, you know, you have brought such good mm. into my life. Mm -hmm. Such a great and lyric. It is such a great lyric. I love those lyrics that kind of go both ways, you know, mm. exactly. for good and for good. And when Stephen agreed to it, it was just, you know, you, 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 I felt very proud that he respected mm. me enough to say, yes, of course, you know, I want to hear it and I want to okay it, but yes, of course you can, you know, put me on, on the CD with yeah. you. And I was like, that's nice. So, <laughs> something Maureen and I are dying to ask you about is um, sure. something that we both binged during lockdown oh. and we both kind of, we were we, we, different sides of the Atlantic and we were like, oh my God, Karen's in, in Houston. I'm like, what episode are you at? Are, um, are you at the Karen Mason episode? Tell us, tell us about Houston. Oh, I had such a ball. And you and McGregor, I, I, I was like a 16-year-old giggling when I first met him. He's so charming and so handsome and was so, so sweet and generous with me. You know, I those actors, they work with a, a billion different people. And for him to be so open and generous with, you know, this, this gal in leopard in a leopard suit was, <laughs> you know, it was just so when I auditioned, I wore, I thought, okay, this is a wealthy woman. You need to go in looking like a wealthy woman, Karen. So I wore Paul's mom's mink. I, I would have taken, <laughs> I, I, know, I would have taken my mom's mink, but I couldn't fit it in my backpack. <laughs> so I took calls and I, I really questioned whether I was going to walk in with it, but you know, I, it does make you feel different. I hate to say mm -hmm. it for the, you know, for, I, I don't really like fur. I don't like how it happens, but it is fun to wear. Yeah. And, 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 and it wasn't so, a new fur. This, this, this mink was no, well this gone. This was an old fur. You know, this was an old, old already made before. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he had had a good life. Exactly. And so I, you know, got the role and working with those fine actors was just so great. But seriously, you and McGregor, a doll. I have a crush. I have a mad crush now. <laughs> well, you made the entire miniseries for Maureen and I. We love it when somebody we've had on the show, a friend of the show, shows up in a, in a miniseries sometimes. It was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> we were like properly excited by that. Oh, so yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, it was, it was fun. I, I hope to do more TV now. You know, it would be, it's a, like that. It was so oh my much gosh, fun. So great. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It is so great. So, okay, Karen, there were so many you know, eclectic range of writers on um, the album. What what was your biggest musical theater influence? You know, in probably in Julie Stein. Yeah. Oh yeah. Julie Stein as a songwriter. Those are the songs that just. I, I love his music. I love his sense of 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 you know how he writes as a composer, um, as a singer. I would say, you know, I'm of the generation that Barbara Streisand really affected. Oh yeah, uh, her 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 phrasing was so different than all the other singers that I grew up with. My parents would put on, um, you know, all the operettas yeah. and the older musicals, and I probably she just seemed to throw caution to the wind yeah. and 
make it about the sense of the lyric in a different way that my ear heard it differently. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I, I, I of course stole a great deal from her and because she did have a great influence on my generation, you know, yeah. It's, and, yeah. um, and, and vocally we're so very different, you know, but, uh, just the way she handled the acting of a song mm -hmm. was, was mm -hmm. really, um, striking to me really striking to me so Karen, i latched onto that garen we are sadly out of time it always goes far too quickly <gasps> no, i know come back come back let's still come here and, and do your concert that seems like hey, a better we are coming to london <gasps> when with oh david friedman next uh march oh no <gasps> april april i think it's the it's a sunday it's the 20th 24th 25th it's karen we're there the last oh excellent we're there for sure where are you Great. doing do you know at crazy cox shows that night yeah and, and karen come back on the show before then to, so we can have another chat about yeah. it excellent we'll do oh, we'll do thank you so much karen so stay safe you. thanks karen thank you take care bye We've been living life apart We've felt hopeless and oppressed With a song deep in our heart That had no place to be expressed But a brand new day is dawning As at last we find our way On this bright and glorious morning It is finally time to say Let the music play Let our voices soar The voices we've been hearing Saying help is on the way And so many of us fearing We would never see that day We're beginning to break through now No more need to stay inside As these promises come true now Let the music
Frozen, Disney's hit stage adaptation of the movie of the same name has just opened in London at Drury Lane Theatre. We are delighted that everyone's favourite snowman, Olaf, or rather the actor that plays him, Craig Gallivan, is with us now. Hey, Craig, how are you? Hey, good to see you. It's good to have you on the show. So um, what's it been like um, in, in Arundel? Well, the thing is, it's been just such a long time coming. You know, we I found out I got this job the first couple of weeks of 2020. Some in the cast found oh. out, some found out like before that, they found out 2019. I think I was quite late into the mix. So it was like, yeah, we're going to go and do Frozen in the West End, original cast, Theatre Royal Drury Lane, just been refurbished. Oh, yes, pinch me. And then exactly a week later, a couple of weeks later, lockdown. And you're thinking, okay, all right, there's this virus, maybe like a couple of months or whatever. Let's see what happens. And they pushed us about six months, the opening date, about six months. And we were like, oh, no, okay, okay. I can live with it. I can live with it. And then the closer it got, we were still in a mess. Another six months, <laughs> got kicked another six months down the road. So um, as I'm sure you can imagine now, when we finally went into rehearsals, like everyone was just, I mean, it would have been exciting anyway, but now everyone was just on cloud it's nine. Up an, I was going to say, yeah. it's just kicked up a whole notch, hasn't it? We've just been sat at home for like a year and a half. So there's just this energy that is quite unbelievable, really. That's amazing. Okay, let's just cut to the chase, okay? Um, <laughs> what is it like playing everyone's favorite snowman? Yeah, so, I mean... It's a gift of a role, obviously, first off. The, the lines, the script that I get to play with is amazing. Obviously, there's the puppet, um, which I, I think it was a bit of a secret on Broadway when they first opened. They didn't want to reveal that Olaf was a puppet, but that that cat's out the, out the bag now. So, yeah, <laughs> Olaf's a puppet. Spoiler. Um, so, yeah, I got to play with a puppet. I get loads of great lines. But, you know, uh, alongside that is huge pressure because, as you say, he's so loved. And people really know who he is. You know, I think of all the characters in Frozen, if you, you know, on Disney Plus, there is spin off after spin off. Mm -hmm. there's, oh there's Olaf doing that. So, I mean, people know him. You know, you can't. You can't get away with so, it. You, so, you Craig, are you saying there's a little little pressure? It's kind it's of a little bit of pressure. It's, it's a little bit of pressure for yeah. you. So, so I really, really, really wanted to get it right, and I, I didn't want to try and mix it up too much. You know, I've said this before, but you know, as an actor, you're always told, do your version, find your thing. And that's cool. That's great. But people want to come and see Olaf, you know, they that's don't right. want to, that's true. They don't that's want to right. see me mixing it up, being quirky, just because I want to be different. <laughs> like they want to see Olaf. So I'm trying to like honor what's been done in the movies and stuff. But, you know, again, there's some, there's definitely room for a bit of interpretation, but I want to give people the Olaf that they love. Uh, well, the Olaf that everyone loves, you are literally attached to. The, the the puppet is incredible, but it's attached to both your hands and both your feet. Sorry, spoiler alert there, I should have said that. Um, have you ever had any Olaf-related mishaps whilst you're attached <laughs> to him? Yeah, so th there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this one so night... more pressure. Yeah, this <laughs> one night... All of them went wrong at once. It was, uh, you know, it was quite extraordinary to get. We had like the full gambit of wrong. So um, his arm, one of his arms got detached. So that was just hanging limp by his side. And then I rushed off and I said, his arms come off, his arms come off. So literally in the space of about 
a minute while they I literally I was I come off in act two I'm pretty much on stage the whole time so I was off I said great my arms come off one of the puppet guys um Sean who looks after me and looks after Olaf the puppet literally was on his knees he had a cable tie he zipped the arm back on and I went just as I was about to go back on for the next scene he just we fixed the arm we thought wow we fixed the arm go 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 the body came off the mount that is like attached to my waist so now the body's flopping around by my feet so then he's trying to get the body on anyway so I didn't make it on for like the start of that scene so um, poor Obi and Steph, who play Christoph and Anna, had to go on without me, skipped a couple of my lines. Um, well, they tried to put the body back on me, finally got the body back on me. I made it onto stage late. Uh, we tried to pick up where we were. And the first next line of dialogue, the other arm broke off. Oh, and started no. hanging around by the side. So <laughs> it can go wrong. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot of technical stuff going on, but we got away with it. I think, I think Not, nobody would have known, really. But it's it's strange that the, the puppet thing is strange because you don't no offense to you you don't really notice you in the show yeah, you just good. notice this puppet is such an eye catching thing yeah all exactly. of your focus is on this puppet yeah and you can do so much with it it's quite extraordinary really like he basically blinks and you can raise his eyebrows um, obviously you can gesture with the arms and stuff but facially you've got a blink or you've got a raise of the eyebrows and that's it but it's 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 quite fascinating how just with a little shift of the head position or you can mm -hmm. you can capture so many different emotions. So yeah, I I quite like hearing actually. A lot of people say to me, "How do you feel getting upstaged by a puppet?" But I I kind of <laughs> I I kind of like it. You know, I want people to be there. And I know I think like some people say they they go between the puppet and me. They sort of flip between both. Some people like my mother just watches me, um, <laughs> but, as it should be, Craig. <laughs> But you know, I, I don't mind. I, I want, I'm really trying to channel it all through that puppet. You know, I'm not trying to like pull my own faces or anything. I'm just trying to live it through that puppet. So I'm, I, I'm quite happy that your, that your focus is there. <laughs> so now, Paul and I saw it on Broadway um, years ago. And um, it was a, it was a very, it was a different production. And I mean, it's it, not different. I mean, it's the same story and everything, but this production seems to work so much better. Why do you think that is? Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see the Broadway version, so I don't really know what the difference is. But I mean, I guess they've had a lot of time now. You know, they've had a lot of time. There's, had a, there's been a lot of eyes on it. You know, a few thousand mm -hmm. audience members, I'm sure. You know, but they've set it up in Australia. They've set it up in Tokyo. Um, there's a production in Germany now. So I, they've had time. And one of the cool things about Disney is they don't ever, it's never set in stone. They don't mm. think, right, we've got this production. This is the production and we'll just, we'll just stick this around the world unchanged. You know, every time they come to it, they sort of try and, you know, rub their eyes and start fresh and have a new look at it. So I guess, I guess what's lucky being the London production and being sort of a few productions down the road from the, the original is they've had time to iron stuff out. You know, mm -hmm. they've made some good cuts, I think. I think the, the original Broadway one was like really long. I, I think they've cut quite a lot out of it. There's, so it's more streamlined. Um, there's a great song in there, a lovely duet between Anna and Elsa, I Can't Lose You, which mm -hmm. I think it did come into the Broadway production, but not, it wasn't in it originally when it first opened. So yeah, they just had time to tune it. Mm -hmm. And obviously right. Theatre Royal Pain is so big now. I was going to say. Really up the spectacle. Everything's bigger. Everything's yeah. bolder, everything looks that extra magic, yeah. I think I think a theater does make a very big difference in the way that a set design can work, 
And clearly, I mean, Drury Lane is just epic. It is epic. And also just like off the back of this refurbishment that Andrew Lloyd Webber did, I think 70 million pounds or something in refurb. So the building itself looks magnificent. You go in there, it feels special. And yeah, we've got the space to play with sets. We've got wings, wing space. I think I heard the other day that opposite the road from us is um, Woman in Black. Oh, right. Yeah. And the entire building of Woman in Black, including front of house, wings, all of it fits on Drury Lane stage. So, wow. so we've got space, you know, we've got room That's for size matters. Crazy. You know, it does. <laughs> it is utterly magical, it has to be said. So um, just changing this up a bit, keeping the snow theme, you know, you're a snowman. What is your favorite thing to do when it snows? Do you know what? My birthday is February the 9th, right? Uh, please send a card. And <laughs> no cake? Well, I don't think I need any cake. Maybe if it's, you know, super low fat or something. Um, yeah, and it snows, it snows without fail every February 9th. No way. Yeah, it does. I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe if it's just a light flurry or whatever, but it's always- It was in the stars for you to play, Olaf. So there you it go. It was destined. I am, I am the snowman. <laughs> I do like making a snowman though. I've actually got some, some pictures of me on my birthday, February the 9th, uh, rolling up a snowman in my front garden back in Wales. So there you go. <gasps> Is it I always in it. Wales it snows, or is it just anywhere that's, you are? That's a good point, actually. I should check that out. But my memories <laughs> are in Wales. I Wales is generally a bit more snowy than London this year, you know, or next year. It may be a bit disappointing for you, you know. Let's see what happens. I'll have to go find it somewhere. <laughs> and what's the quality you most admire in Olaf, the snowman? Um, I, it, it's the innocence which allows him to say the things that people won't, wouldn't say like you know a more sensitive soul might not say because he's just so innocent he has no filter much like a child does you know so uh he just calls a moment out if he sees something it, so it gives me an opportunity to have some really good one-liners that are like cut through the awkwardness of a scene yeah i love him he's, he's i couldn't he would, shouldn't have a favorite but he's my favorite character in, in frozen <laughs> it has to be said <laughs> perfect thank you uh craig gallivan thank you so much for joining us this afternoon thanks all the so best much, craig good to speak to you thanks bye well that's it for this episode we'd like to say a huge thank you to craig gallivan and karen mason for joining us if you've enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. I'm Paul. And I'm Maureen. And you've been listening to the Sunday Show Tunes podcast. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.